Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. You are now entering a critical thinking zone. zone. Thinking caps are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins. And it's time for Critical Thinking. Yes, indeed, it is time for Critical Thinking. Andrew Coppins, Pat Oney, alongside you, Yes, we took yesterday off. Apparently, it's really hard to record a remote show when one of the two people involved um, doesn't have the internet. Turns out that's bit. kind of a difficult uh, endeavor. In, in endeavor, a little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we are back, rested, rejoiceful, if that's a word, joyful for sure, because our Lord and Savior has risen. The tomb was empty on Sunday. And uh, Easter has arrived. It is still Passover for those in the uh, Jewish faith. And, of course, it is also Ramadan um, all month long. The three major monotheistic religions of the world all celebrating pretty much their most holy days. I mean, Passover is not exactly the holiest of holy days, but it is up there, right? It's probably top two or three on the Jewish calendar. Uh, Yom Kippur is probably numero uno, right? Hmm? Number one's probably Hanukkah, right? No. Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur. Okay, Hanukkah yeah, yeah, is a right. very minor holiday uh, for religious Jews. Um, but anyway, um, I will say this. Uh, it was nice to, to, to spend some time with the in-laws. Uh, they, were, they were in town this past weekend. Um, but we have a lot to get into on today's show. It is a truth or fiction Tuesday here. How the leap is it tuesday by the way pat like i i don't know about you but i feel like this week is already like wait what <laughs> i feel like yesterday should have been sunday yeah yeah that, that's exactly what yesterday felt like yesterday should have been sunday also snow go to hell um, um we had some of the the white flurry stuff uh flying yesterday here in chicago it oh it was a whopping 75 degrees here yesterday yeah 
And yesterday was also Happy Taxation is Theft Day. And boy, did we experience that in this household this year. Yeah, you really did, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, apparently, um, a change in status for one of the two of us in how they calculated taxes and never bothered to tell us of this change was really bad. Like for the first time in my life, I owed taxes. Back. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. Um, because the last, until this year, like the last three ish years of my life, I've had to pay taxes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Stupid computers. Anyway, um, I hope everybody had a great weekend. I hope you enjoyed Easter. I hope you, uh, had some chance to reflect on, um, the resurrection of our Lord and savior. But, um, today, Pat, we've had a lot of things happen over the course of this past weekend and yesterday when we were not on the air uh, due to internet issues. Um, We have a lot to get into. Do not forget, though, first, that you can follow us on the social media platform of your choice. I'm at The Coppin Show. He's at The Pat Oni Show. And, of course, you always can follow us at criticalthinkingshow.com and criticalthinking.locals.com backslash subscribe. $5 a month. $45 for the year. Gets you extra content and Um, Lots of stuff uh, in the community. More importantly, you can post. You can do all sorts of wonderful goodness there. It's not just Pat and I interacting with you. It's you interacting with the over 400 other people that are um, involved in that community. So uh, get involved. Get active. Uh, We highly encourage that. That being said, um, it is Truth or Fiction Tuesday, Pat. Where do you want to start? I'm going to throw it to you first. Well, I, I think we have to talk about the big news from yesterday, or, or rather last night, because that for me, that's kind of when this story broke. Um, and so I, I want to go just, we're, we're just going to go straight into truth or fiction, okay? And this one's going to have to do with the removal of mask mandates on public transportation, and that includes airplanes. So, therefore, truth or fiction. Mask mandates are officially dead. Both. Because you didn't say it on planes, trains, and automobiles in the federal government. Because we've already seen states and and, uh, cities like Philadelphia try to reimpose this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But I will say this. Given what has been going on, Um, this is truth in so much as this was a gigantic rebuke of the CDC and its abuse of its power, right? It, if you read the actual, um, the actual opinion, right? The reason why it was struck down was basically struck down as an unlawful mandate. Um, Catherine Kimball Misley or Mizell or however you want to pronounce her last name literally said our system does not permit agencies to act unlawfully even in the pursuit of desirable ends. And yeah, that that's exactly the truth. This was the same exact thing that they tried to do with the eviction moratorium, right? They tried right. to to use power 
that they don't have. So the CDC has no power over the Department of Homeland Security or the Transportation Safety Administration or whatever, right? They don't have power over the FAA. That's just not something that exists. And this was a giant rebuke of it. What do we also know? There's a lot of societal pressure to lift these mandates because we're the only country really in the world with the exception of very few, um, you know, really tiny nations um, that have this in place. If you're going to the UK, you have to wear a mask because you're leaving U.S. soil. But once you get out of U.S. airspace, technically you could take them off. It's the dumbest thing in the in the world. And so you you combine the legal opinion here. Now, is it likely that the the Biden administration is going to attempt to and the CDC is going to attempt to appeal this up to the Supreme Court? Sure. But the Supreme Court is likely going to do what it did with the eviction moratorium. Say, no, you don't have the right to do this based off of the law. For as politically charged as all of this has been from time to time, what we have seen from the courts time and again is that they actually are looking at the law. It's just sad that it took two years for this to happen. But we also know that the Biden administration and the CDC extended this just for what two weeks, basically, uh, just a few just a few weeks ago or just a week ago, right? They extended this this idea on you know federal aviation and and transportation, right? So with the end of this, <coughs> um, I, I I just. Given the timing, I just don't see how the CDC doesn't just give this fight up. I, I really don't. So I think this is truth. So, okay. Fair enough. Let me ask you another one. Because okay. I agree with you. I think I think that these are these are dead, by the way. Um yeah, I don't I don't see a practical reason for them to fight this anymore. I, I don't I don't either. I don't I don't see how you could legally fight this. Right. This was as big of a, a technical rebuke as you could possibly get. Mm-hmm. So um, here, here's here's a uh, another truth or fiction for you, um, because this is also um, done in time for for me to be because I'm traveling back to Ohio at the end of May. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know that the uh, Biden administration is going to appeal this. We We know that that's going to happen. Um, truth or fiction, um, Patty will be flying mask free come end of May. Yes. Um, because what will happen is that the court will do exactly what they did with the CDC eviction moratorium, right? Right. They stayed the lower court's decision, meaning they, they're, so they're going to give an injunction, right? And they're going mm. to give it in favor of keeping the mask mandate off, right? Keeping the lower court's judgment in place until they make a judgment. And that's really what happened with the eviction moratorium. They basically rebuked the crap out of the CDC and the federal government for attempting to do what they did with the eviction moratorium. 
I, I see the very same thing happening here. So I don't see a way that this doesn't happen. And more importantly, the other aspect of this is that there's just no willpower within that industry to continue this charade. They, they have quietly, and, and a few of them publicly, been saying, what the hell, for a long time, right? Like, mm -hmm. and, and even scientifically, they've been proven that these are actually better environments for people than most homes in terms of in terms of filtration in terms of air quality and and all of those things you know the the running joke is well you're going to get sick because you're on a plane well these are some of the greatest hepa filtration systems on earth and at the end of the day i think you take a look like i said at the societal pressure at the um at what the courts have done with other things like this especially when the rulings are not politically based but technically based I, I don't see how the courts, um, how the Supreme Court wouldn't look at this. And more importantly, I don't even think they they appeal this. Because what they were appealing with the CDC eviction moratorium, this the eviction moratorium, they wanted to go for another six months. Right. This was something that they had only given an extra couple of weeks, hoping that the court decision in this case would go in their direction, right? That's why they did that. They didn't do it because they they wanted to get more scientific data, even though uh, Jimmy Saki's older sister, future MSNBC host, um, would like you to believe that. I, I, I just don't step down from her, by the way. Is it? Is it really, though? Yeah, I don't know. I, I just I'm just saying I, I feel like it kind of is. Maybe it's not. I don't know. No, no, it's a it's exactly it's a lateral move, uh, but that's neither here nor there. Um the, the point that I'm making is that every single ounce of this shows that there's no will, right? And what have we talked about? We're not just a nation of laws. We're a nation of political will. And right. there is no political will within the courts, within the um, airline industry, within the general public to want this anymore. The public is done, okay? The public is done. And, and, you know, I talk to people who travel all the time for, for work and 90% of them say, I don't even wear a mask in, in the, in the airport anymore. And nobody gives a crap. So the only time they put the mask on is on the actual airplane because, you know, by definition, they have to follow that CDC guideline and it's punishable by law right now. Now it's not, you know, as of yesterday, no longer. Right. So, so let me let me ask you uh, this: truth or fiction? The Biden administration will find a way to try to take credit for this, um, and, and and ending the coronavirus pandemic. Like this will be the signal of the end of the pandemic for the Biden administration. Fiction, because that that's already been done and dusted a long time ago. You don't hear them really mentioning it at all. That's true, but at the same time... He, he they, did that in his State of the Union it. address. Mm -hmm. That was his time to do that. This has been over for a while. This is not something that they are going to hype. I Like I said, my prediction is that they don't even fight this. 
because so you think they just kind of quietly brush well, it because under the, the rule rug. is going to expire in a couple of weeks anyway right so they, they they just quietly brush it under the rug is what you're saying right well no they don't even brush it under the rug they just ignore it they just don't do anything they don't even talk about it now they they've issued a statement on it but what i'm saying is like they don't harp on this fair enough they let it go because that's the smart political thing to do right the more attention you draw to the federal government abusing its power or attempting to abuse its power the worse off you are especially in an election year right right now speaking of the biden administration pat um truth or fiction when an easter bunny has to interrupt uh, the president of the United States talking to the press, it's bad. I'm going to go with fiction. What you just witnessed, if you are listening via podcast and you should watch on the Rumble page, rumble.com backslash critical thinking, um, is Joseph Marionette Biden literally being interrupted while talking to the press by the Easter Bunny. Mm -hmm. And then the Easter Bunny shooing him away from the press. Pat, truth or fiction, uh -huh. that's bad. I'm going to go with fiction. <laughs> what? How is yeah, that fiction? I'm going with fiction. Here, here, here's why. One, because that is freaking hilarious. Okay. Number two, whoever's wearing the Easter Bunny suit got to be a babysitter for the president and got to keep him away from the press and saying something stupid. So for the Biden administration, this was actually both hilarious, silly, and kind of smart. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go with fiction. Here's the problem with your third idea, though, Pat. Mm-hmm. He already made a gaffe before they could even get to him. My, he my, said my Pakistan point. deserves to be free. Okay, well, I, I I I understand your point here, but my my point is this: it could have been so much worse. Now, Pat, you might you might be saying, "Well, who the hell was under that uh, Easter Bunny suit?" It was. Do, a White do you House have a guess? Thing, wasn't it? Do you have it's a guess? It's got to be a White House aide of some sort. Do you have a guess? Like, 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 actually, who it was? Like, yeah. like an actual name? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Was it Jimmy's older sister? No, 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 no. Was it uh, the the cackling vice president? It uh, is <clears throat> Megan Hayes. Megan Hayes, the White House director of message planning. Okay, so she clearly works in in uh, at least closely with um, Jen Psaki and, and and the White House press and yeah, uh huh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now <laughs> that's not that's not that's not convenient at all. By the way, right, right. Um, now I think the funniest response to this is, uh, is this, it looks like Megan Hayes, the white house director of message planning was the bunny who interrupted POTUS's comments on Afghanistan. Clearly Biden's message was not planned. 
<laughs> Clearly, because where does Pakistan come from? Well, it is technically the neighbor of Afghanistan, so at least he was in the same region, right? Well, but but what was he saying that Pakistan deserves to be free, though? I mean... Oh, he's talking about Afghanistan. Yeah, but he said Pakistan. Pat, he doesn't know where he's at. Well, I, I I understand that. I'm just I'm just saying... You wouldn't get it unless you've ever experienced somebody who doesn't know where they are, let alone... He is guessing. He is literally going through a mental Rolodex, attempting to guess the right answer. And it landed on Pakistan first. And then that jogs the memory of Afghanistan. This is really, really sad. But hey, Pat... We we don't have a president in cognitive decline, right? No, we, not, we had that letter of what twenty five um, psychiatrists or whatever um, attest to based on public statements and whatever that he shows no sign of mental cognitive decline. I I, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Clearly, you don't. Clearly, they don't either. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because it doesn't take a psychiatrist to figure this out. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure this out. It doesn't take any sort of scientist to figure out that the man, while always having had a stuttering problem, we know this, right? It has only been increasing throughout the last 10, 15 years. We can watch literally him from 2000 and... 12 let's let's do that to today over the course of 10 years you can't tell me that that's a man who has not had cognitive decline you watch him just literally mumble and through and i don't like making fun of people who stutter because sometimes it is something that is uncontrollable but in this case we clearly know that he has had this as an issue but it has never been this pronounced of an issue he could go 30 seconds these days stumbling through just one word. That's never been something that he's done before. So while this incident is funny, I, I just overall, it's just really hard to watch. It is. It, it really is. is. And then we have the report this morning that Biden has told Obama he plans to run again. And honest to God, Pat, I, I swear, <clears throat> if we if we end up with Trump versus Biden, I, 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 I give up. You know that's a very good possibility. At if, this point, it's a very good possibility. We, as a country, need and deserve better. And I'm not we even talking about I'm not even talking about their politics the or their personalities, okay? I am talking about we don't need geriatrics running this country. I'm sorry. I don't want to offend anybody over the age of 70, but here's the reality of the situation. Nobody of that age is really capable of handling the pressures, let alone the mental issues that happen when it comes to becoming the president. The physical, mental, emotional toll that being the president of the United States in today's world takes is enormous. There is a reason why Barack Obama looks the way that he looks today. I mean, what 
what and also what would it do to the country too on, on a mental scale for, for us as a country what does it do if it's a trump versus biden again we're talking about two guys that will be in their 80s right but but i'm not i'm not talking about these two guys specifically i'm talking about what does it do to the average everyday voter and and Mm -hmm. to the people of this country like we're already divided now what does that do again because people don't like trump and they don't like biden why on earth would either anyone on on either side of the political aisle want to put these two up against each other again why would you want to do that i would hope you wouldn't yeah i i think the the smart thing for the gop to do would be to have DeSantis and Trump standing next to each other um, at some point in time next year and use that as a torch barrier type of a situation, right? Where where Trump is going to hand off that torch to DeSantis. Do you? Do you, though? Yes, because you absolutely do. Because here's, here's the thing. DeSantis mm-hmm. has proven to be his own man, number one. Right. But number right. two, you give that rub, right? To the MAGA Forever crowd. And so now you've got that MAGA Forever crowd endorsement, right? On top of all the good things that people have seen. And I will say this. If you're the GOP, he's got to be your nominee. And here's why. People love him. And he has actually produced real results. And results to the point in which people are flocking to live in Florida from New York from Illinois, from all over the country. They are flocking to live in Florida, largely because of the policies, the prescriptions, the lifestyle that government has allowed. And what do I mean by government has allowed? Because I don't like government in the way. What I mean by that is they've allowed for freedom. You know, they've really done a good job of, of reforming licensure. They've done a really great job of taxation in that state. They've done a really good job of becoming attractive to entrepreneurship. They have done a really good job of becoming attractive to families, not to mention the weather, right? Not to mention all of the the sandy beaches and all the things that you know and love about Florida, right? Not to mention all that. Now, I will say this. I mean, you know, for somebody who's got the issues that I have, the the swampiness, the the humidity of Florida is not really that great for me. But that that's neither here nor there. People are speaking with their feet. And you need to once he establishes that, right? And and we're seeing it with the massive lead that he has in the governor election there, right? We're seeing a massive shift. He's up by, I think, at at the lowest, like his best opponent is he's plus 16 on plus 16. Yeah, that's almost unheard of in a state that was a few thousand votes different. Mm -hmm. He has blown that state up into an absolute red state, an absolute GOP state. And he's done it with Hispanics, with a growing population of the black community. He's done it by making this a, a beacon, an attractive place for people who want family values, who want those things in place. On top of all the other, you know, accoutrement of living in Florida, people are speaking. So you take advantage of that. People, 
the divisiveness of Trump versus the the convalesce or not the convalescence, but the the um um the coalition, if you will, that DeSantis has brought. The the coalescing around Florida. You know, take a look at Texas. Yes, Texas has had people move, right? It is a still fast growing state, but not nearly to the to the extent. And more importantly, the cities in Florida are still not as democratic as Texas's cities are. Dallas, Fort Worth, Houston, San Antonio is absolutely batshit crazy when it comes to its uh, city governance. I, and Greg I guess Abbott's a disappointment upon disappointments. I, I guess my question would be this, because I hear everything you're saying, and it all sounds great, and it, and it could very easily be true. I, I guess from, from the way I'm looking at this is because how many Trump endorsements have we seen more or less become poison pills for those candidates? See, Do, does that happen with Ron DeSantis? No, because he has a brand that is, is established outside of Donald Trump. And most importantly, look at all of the candidates that that he has endorsed, right? All these candidates that Trump has endorsed outside of Herschel Walker in Georgia, who has outside name recognition and knowledge of the state of Georgia. Every one of these idiots have been carpet begging morons, right? Dr. Oz, the, the lady in, in Tennessee who just carpet begged her way into this endorsement, right? He... He's picking people because they're personally attached to him, right? He personally knows them. Not that they're good for whatever. It, and that's always been my rub with, with Trump is that he really doesn't know how to pick. He picks losers all the time. He, he really does. He has his entire adult life. Now, that's not to say that I, what I am suggesting is that the endorsement gives him that base, right? That MAGA base plus the rest of us who say, hey, great, that those are he's actually fighting the culture war, right? He's actually actively saying, no, 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 we're not playing these games, right? He has got all of those things, plus he can now grab the MAGA forever crowd. It's the best of both worlds. He he doesn't need that endorsement, but what I am saying is that Trump gets the hell out of the way. So we'll see what happens, but we've got a lot more to get to on the show, Pat. Um, before we do, though, I think it's time that we uh, play the B or not the B. Are you ready? Um, I, I, I'm very ready. All right. <clears throat> Today's headline. Scottish trans inmate serving a life sentence for strangling cellmate now identifies as an infant. Scottish trans inmate serving a life sentence for strangling cellmate now identifies as an infant. While you're thinking about that, do not forget you can go to a, the Fundly page, help DMXDM, the proprietor of American Pride Roasters, uh, get that business and his life back on track after that massive tornado and the storms that have constantly been hitting central Iowa. Uh, with that being said, go to uh, the top of my Twitter page, twitter.com backslash the cop and show. Um, you can follow there. You can follow at the Pat Oni show as well. Um, and, and, and donate. We've got a, about a week and a half, maybe two weeks left on that. Um, but go donate. 
Um, let's uh, go ahead and and give Dave and Faith and and their dogs, um, you know, um, a lift up. They need it. They need it. That having been said, Pat, do you need this headline one more time? Um, I I don't think so. Okay, is this the I, B I, or not the B then? I I feel like I I saw this story before, but I'm I'm having a hard time remembering which one it was. Um, I'm gonna go with not the B though, because I feel like I, I saw this on not the B a few days ago. Well, you would be correct because this is not the B. Scottish trans inmate serving a life sentence for strangling cellmate now identifies as an infant. Yes, you read that correctly. An infant. No, maybe it's a no, no, it's definitely a man serving a life sentence for strangling his cellmate. A male prisoner in Scotland who previously transitioned to live as a woman is currently in the process of transitioning to be an infant. And the Scottish prison system is playing along, giving him a doll to cuddle as he demands adult diapers and pur pureed baby food. I'm not sure if a prison guard will fly those peas and carrots into his mouth while making airplane noises, but I wouldn't be surprised. How is this Benjamin Button-esque metamorphosis possible? Well, I present to you the curious case of Daniel Eastwood. The story begins in 2004 when young Daniel was originally jailed for reckless driving. A month before his scheduled, uh, a month before he was scheduled to be released, he strangled his cellmate with his shoelaces. The judge threw the book at him and gave him a life sentence. Well, Daniel was not at all happy with prison life, and in 2018, as the world went topsy turvy with gender fluidity, he figured out all of his troubles with the authorities had occurred because he was actually a woman, and those mean old authorities were sexist oppressors. Enter Sophie Eastwood. Daniel slash Sophie got himself transferred to a woman's facility where he intoned that his sentence would have been downgraded already if he were a man. In speaking to the Daily Record, he said, quote, in January 2020, I met all the standard criteria to pass the less secure conditions except being biologically female. The prison service wanted me to have a psychological assessment as I hadn't had one since starting to live as a female. After that, I was told by a manager that I would have passed the assessment had I still been living as a man. I felt this was sexist and transphobic. The SPS was implying that as a man, I didn't represent a risk to the public, but as a woman, I did. I don't think there's any evidence to support that. And as far as risk goes, Eastman has been known to torment the prison guards. At one point, he informed one of the female guards that he knew her home address, the model of her car, and even what her father did for a living. <clears throat> no wonder they call him Hannibal Lecter Jr., by the way. What happens to Sophie now that he has decided to revert to infancy? It's hard to tell, but the Scottish prison system, the SPS, is given the matter... Uh, giving giving the matter, quote, proper consideration for human rights reasons. Man, woman, baby, whatever. Murder is murder. I, I, I have questions here. I don't have answers. You, you magically become a um, woman one day, right? Was that to get out of the men's prison to go to the women's prison so that you could hang out with women all day? No, Furthermore, no, 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 Pat. How dare you suggest that that a man would ever do that? 
Oh wait, uh, didn't we also have that uh, story in New uh, New Jersey in which uh, two female um, prisoners are pregnant, not from guards, but from other <clears throat> quote unquote females? Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, I, I have another question here. Um, now that he identifies as an infant, um, is that um? So that he could uh, hang out with other women in a in a mother to son like nature. You this see where just I'm in. going with this? This just in. Gaga, Google, Google, Gaga. But 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 does he get to breastfeed? I mean, like like how does this work? Uppies, uppies. <laughs> I, 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 I just, I'm like, like, like these are real questions. I, I have no idea how to, how to handle this story. Like, it's just this, this just seems like a ploy to um, get some nookie. One way or the other, mm-hmm. he did it all for the nookie. <laughs> just, oh. <laughs> what the hell world are we living in, Pat? I don't know. I, I really don't. Just, just, just what the hell? Speaking of which, Pat, um, speaking of going to hell, yeah, Ilan Omar can go to hell. I thought she was already there. Well, you know, uh, marrying your brother for fraudulent um, citizenship probably puts you on that list. Also being a horrible human being puts you on that list. And this has nothing to do with her politics, by the way. This just has to do with her being a total and complete a-hole. Are you referring to her tweet yesterday? Why, yes. Because apparently um, Christians chartering a plane to, wait for it, Pat, help Ukrainian refugees in Eastern Europe, by the way, and singing worship songs on that chartered plane is an affront to the general public? Wait a minute, Pat. Truth or fiction? A chartered plane full of Christians is not a publicly available flight. Uh, no, that's a private flight. Okay, so what offense did they commit? In fact, that's an exclusive flight. Again, Pat, what what offense did they commit then? Um, this would be like um, I, I chartered a flight for Wisconsin Badger fans, and uh, the the Wisconsin band starts playing on Wisconsin. Is that an affront to Minnesota fans? Yes, yes, it is. But right, it except yeah. for the min- there's no Minnesota fans on the flight. Because it's a but, chartered Wisconsin Badger flight, but 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 Andrew Coppins, it is still uh, an offense to those Eastern Dakota Golden Golden Rodents. Watch it! I'll play Hail to the Victors. Th- that would be an offense to every American citizen ever. <laughs> Do you see my point? Yes, because your Muslim doesn't mean 
that um, you get to be offended by something that is privately done. Oh my God, they worshipped Christ. Um, why don't you uh, privately do a, a charter for all Muslims and, and then do exactly what you said in your tweet and say a prayer on the plane Go all together? It, it why, guess, why not? Guess what? Guess what happens, Pat? Also, what? Um, it happens on every flight I've ever been on. People actually pray because a lot of people are afraid to fly, right? Right. So they say a prayer. I know a lot of Orthodox and religious Jews who pray when they get on a plane. There's nothing wrong with that. That's not an affront to anybody. And if you're offended by somebody praying, that's a you problem, not a them problem. Mm-hmm. By the way, um, I, I believe this is after the uh, a whole mask thing was lifted because um, no, it's also a no, at least in this flight. picture, no one's wearing one. It's also a chartered flight, so they don't have to do that. Oh, they don't have to do that on chartered no. flight? Okay. okay. No. Um, so the only thing that was an affront to me, by the way, was the singing. My God, was that terrible. Tone deaf? I went deaf from having to listen to it. <laughs> That's the offensive part. But hey, look, am I the world's best singer? No. I would need no. to get retrained a little bit. But I will say this, at least I was uh, involved in you know highly respected choirs growing up. But I mean, that doesn't make me like the world's best singer in the world. You know, you know what I mean? Like, so I get it. But yikes. Okay, now that 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 just sounds like uh, chalk nails running down a chalkboard. But. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. Okay, but hey, at least they're praising Jesus and and doing worship, and they're doing the Lord's work. They're helping refugees, right? So congratulations. Right. So I'll, I'll tell you what, Elon Omar, go ahead, charter a flight to Eastern Europe and help the Ukrainians. Try that. Where's your Muslim outreach? Yeah. Oh, that's right. It's she's uh, all about killing the infidels, so never mind. I, don't, I was going to say, she's more likely to do that. Now, I'm not suggesting that she would actually do that. I'm just simply saying that uh, it turns out that they don't really care about uh, helping fellow man. They care about helping fellow Muslim. Right. Yep. Now, there are Muslims in Ukraine, by the way. But, right. All the more reason for her to hop on a plane and go help refugees in Ukraine, right? Yeah. Yep. yep. Just just awful. Awful, awful, awful. Uh, but, Pat, with having all of that said, do you have any other thoughts on this, uh, on this story or any other story that you would like to uh, present to us today on this Truth or Fiction Tuesday? I mean... This is this is essentially what what's wrong with our country, right? I mean, we can't we can't even allow people to worship how and and what they and who they may, right? We we can't do that. We have to have all of our uh, feathers ruffled just because someone happens to hold a religion that we don't necessarily agree with. 
and and furthermore it's over an issue that has also been extremely divisive which really shouldn't be um it, it's just that is the symptom of 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 everything that is going on this is elon omar is a perfect representation of and her comments are a perfect representation of where our country actually is in terms of various issues and politics because heck we can't even let people be be christians and pray you know we can't do that it's it's somehow offensive and it's crazy yeah absolutely and with that pat your final thoughts don't get lost remember who you are no means no and i hope the easter bunny hugs joe biden next time Please be smart, be safe, be kind. As always, Matthew 547.